listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap from the SBS newsroom on this Monday, the 12th of September 2022. Uh, later, the big four banks have now all confirmed they will pass on the RBA's rate rise from last week in full to their variable home loan customers. We'll find out what it means for the banks. But first, to the National Day of Mourning for Queen Elizabeth II and that to September the 22nd public holiday. Some businesses are concerned. So to find out more, I spoke with Stephen Kukulis from Market Economics and I first asked him what he thinks a hit to the economy will be. It looks like it's going to be somewhere between $1.5 and $2 billion. It's based on some work that's been done earlier by a range of people on the cost of having a day off, if you like, in terms of where there's been other proposals for public holidays. I think the issue for this one is that it's unscheduled. Yeah, We know when the other public holidays are well in advance and businesses can cope with that. But given that this one is less than two weeks away, that businesses will have to change their orders. So, for example, there's a lot of discussion about healthcare providers having to reschedule their appointments, uh, getting a car service for that day. What happens to the car business that's doing that? Um, event organisers, there's been a whole lot of uh, events that happen. Uh, so it, it's just very disruptive to the economy. And while people who get paid more to work the penalty rates on a public holiday, that is simply a transfer. That's not part of the issue. It's the fact that less activity happens on that day. Who will be the hardest hit, do you think? Oh, look, it, it relates to the services side of the economy. I think that that's going to be where the uh, disruption is going to be occurring. Uh, and for people who are on a normal wage and salary, they're probably celebrating because they simply get a day off and they get paid exactly the same amount. The issue, however, is for small business owners in particular who... Yeah, for example, if you're a cafe owner, do you open on that day or not, uh, to take a slightly different example? So it's going to be the areas that provide the services and the small business sector that's going to be hit hard. Wage and salary owners, they'll probably muddle through and be okay. Is it the right thing to do, though? How do you get the balance right? Oh, look, I guess we're all grieving the passing of Queen Elizabeth II. It's a shock and it's an extremely important issue in the fabric of the Australian constitution and politics and the like. Um, I'm not quite sure what the answer will be. However, we've got to acknowledge that sometimes when, even when you do the right thing, that there are costs associated with that. And that's the point I was trying to make. And just finally, I mean, what would you say to those businesses being affected by all of this? Well, there's nothing much you can do about it um, other than to realise that uh, your business is being disrupted for the day. I'm already aware of businesses, you know, rushing around trying to reschedule things that were pencilled in for, for the 22nd of September. They're no longer being able to provide those services. So customers are being disrupted and the businesses themselves are being disrupted. So that's just the consequence of, of what's happening with the, uh, with the public holiday for the morning of Queen Elizabeth II. Stephen Kakoulis there from Market Economics. Now, the Australian share market today rose 1% to 206,964. Of course, the market's still waiting for some official word on whether or not it will trade on the public holiday. For more, I spoke earlier with James Rosenberg from Ord Minute. James, uh, at the time of recording this interview, we still haven't had official word from the ASX about whether the public holiday on September 22nd will mean no trading on the ASX. But let's assume it does go ahead. Given the short notice, uh, will this be a great impediment? 
Might be a great impediment, more of a disruption. It's rightful that the market does close for DeMarco Majesty's passing, um, but it will be more of a disruption and not a particularly big one now that reporting season has finished. Uh, Sol Pattinson and Brickworks were both due to report that day. They're now going to uh, report on the 21st instead of the 22nd. Look, it's a bit of a disruption for the country and you'd imagine being on a Thursday that there might be uh, a lot of people who find themselves ill on Friday and quite what effect that has on the economy remains to be seen. Um, From the ASX's point of view, they lose a day's revenue. But as I mentioned, more of a disruption than an impediment. And I know about those uh, changes because we are doing an interview with the uh, CEO of Brickworks uh, a day earlier now than expected. Uh, Today, the market is up. Why? Following a strong rally in the US, uh, continues to uh, have a bit of a recovery. Some tech stocks, which have been heavily sold down earlier in the year, have caught a bid. Uh, Retail stocks in the US have improved. And so we've seen that flow onto markets around the world. Australia's, uh, our market's up about about 1.1% at the moment. It's a broad-based rally. Uh, BHP's leading the way, is at about 20 points. Rio, Fortescue, Mineral Resources are all strong in that sector, but consumer stocks are strong, uh, telecommunications. It's really spot the company that's negative, and those that are aren't particularly down. CSL, for example, has taken about three points off the index. So it's a broad-based rally. Um, Be interesting to see how long it, it lasts. We've got some important data to come out of the US later this week. How closely watched will it be? Well, it's always closely watched. Um, We've got producer price uh, index coming out. That survey is expected to be flat after falling in the previous survey. Uh, Retail sales and industrial production on Thursday. But the big one is Tuesday night. That's uh, CPI. It's expected to be 8.1%, which is down a little bit from 8.5% previously. The market is um, viewing that inflation has eased a little bit, hopefully peaked but certainly eased a bit with uh, fuel prices coming down, shipping costs and so forth. And um, the the Fed market will be watching it very closely to try and guess how uh, much action the Fed is going to continue to take. They've said they're going to continue to take action. And in in Australia, we've got business and consumer uh, confidence surveys coming out and also employment. That is expected to be steady, unemployment steady at 3.4%. We've now also heard from the big four banks, Westpac, today, each of them passing on the RBA rate rise in full to their variable home loan customers. What's your take on the banks right now? Well, the banks are really a proxy for the broader economy. They reported reasonably well um, where they're able to pass on uh, any increases in their costs, in um, interest rates. You were mentioning that in mortgages. And we have seen a little bit of interest uh, margin expansion from the banks, but costs have been a problem, particularly Commonwealth Bank uh, talked about rising costs in their business. Look, I mentioned earlier, the banks are as good or bad as the Australian economy at the moment, quite good. Um, Certainly some risks around as there are globally. And in terms of their trading, they're trading at about their five-year average uh, PE. Uh, one of the interesting corporate stories of the day, A2 Milk, and a, a deal with China. What do you know? 
So Shinlei, who uh, I think is the correct pronunciation, who uh, make ba- baby formula for A2 milk, had a, a license that was due to expire at the end of this month. There's been all sorts of COVID interruptions in China with significant lockdowns and a collapse of the Daigo trade. Uh, they've announced that that license has been continued under the current regulations through to February next year, and they're very confident of being able to renew it under the new license arrangements. So that bodes quite well for A2 Milk. They're up about 2% today. They've continued their rally from their lows of March where they were below $4, but, um, gee, they're still a long way from the $20 mark that they breached a little over two years ago. And just to wrap up, in this rising interest rate environment, James, where do you see the opportunities? Well, any sort of difficult economic environment poses both uh, threats and risks. And a, a rising inflationary environment is difficult for companies with a lot of debt and difficult for companies that don't have the ability to pass on uh, any price rises. Whenever you have some sort of economic difficulty, it hits everyone. It hits businesses, it hits consumers, it hits governments. And those that are in a poor financial position or poor management really struggle. In the terms of companies, they tend to uh, trim margins, they discount to try and maintain or increase market share. But that is uh, a very difficult game to play for the long term, and very few of them do it successfully. So the ones with strong management who are able to uh, maintain their prices because they've got a strong position in the market that they operate in tend to do very well. They they might suffer in the short term, but when uh, difficult times abate, uh, those companies usually emerge in a much stronger financial position and a much less competitive environment. So um, good companies are rewarded in the long term. Uh, Bad companies get sorted out. James Rosenberg there from Ord Minute. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.